1: welcome back to the podcast. How are we doing this beautiful Wednesday? Well, it's Thursday when you're listening, but I'm recording the intro on Wednesday. It's been really fucking cold in Miami, let me just tell you. And normally a bitch thrives with cold weather. Like I literally love cold weather. It's like 55 degrees, which is, oh my god, where can I move? That where can I move that it will be 55 degrees all year long? Let me know because I will move there, Um, but I think, I don't know, something about the cold weather, Mercury's in retrograde, my anxiety's been a little crazy this week, so it's kind of been a weird week, I'm not going to lie, I posted on Instagram yesterday how I was just not having the best mental health day, and a lot of you told me that you guys were feeling the same thing, so, you know, let's just blame it on Mercury, I love to blame it on Mercury, (laughs) but today is a better day and I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. We have Maddie on today and I'm gonna have her back on whether she wants to or not because she was fucking incredible and you know those people that you know you talk to and you just feel like you already know them like I'm I feel so lucky because I feel like that has happened to me so much with different um, guests that I've had on and there's just so many cool people in the world. It's crazy, but um, yeah, I fucking loved Maddie. You might know her from Instagram at Choose Your Glow. She also has at Choose Your Social. She is killing it. She has the best energy, and just I just loved everything about our conversation. I feel like it's really going to make you feel inspired, and I just think you're going to love it. I loved her. She was amazing, so I'm going to keep that intro short and sweet for you guys, and just get into the episode with Maddie. Okay, one sec. Uh, Okay, hello.
2: Hello. (laughs) Welcome.
1: Um Thanks. I don't like love intros cuz I hate putting people on the spot but like I'm going to ask you for a little intro. You want to tell me a little bit about yourself. How old are you? What's your name? Where are you from? Where are you living? Your social security number. <laughs> whatever you want to share. You
2: can have it all. <laughs> when you're on social media, you kind of don't have privacy most of the time anyways. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, my name is Madison. I am Um, the creator of Choose Your Glow. I also have Choose Your Social on the side, um, which is where I'm starting to run Instagram managing and Instagram coaching. So, But my main gig is Choose Your Glow, and I do skincare, beauty. Um, I've kind of dabbled in a lot of things, but what's really stuck for me has been skincare. It's definitely where my passion lies. So um, yeah, I'm 25. I live in California, Central California in Fresno. So I've been doing this for two years now and um, finally starting to gain some traction. It's definitely taken a lot of work, but um, it takes
1: time, dude. People don't keep,
2: realize they do not. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure you've had the same thing where a lot of people will DM you um, asking you for advice. And, you know, if I have time, I'm an open book, like I'm so happy to help. Cause I remember when I was starting out, I was so lost. So, oh, yeah. Same. um, sometimes I'll take the time to do, um, you know, to answer a few questions and people are shocked at, okay, so what's, what's your posting schedule? How much time are you willing to engage each day? Um, you know, you have to be posting on your stories. You have to, um, you, you have to put in so many hours by creating content, engaging people. It's don't a full-time realize. thing.
1: No, it's a full-time thing. And I think it's fully, I think there, it's important to recognize that there are some people, when you look at people right now that are fucking massive like you have to mm-hmm. look at when they started things were right. so new and different like i kick myself always for not starting sooner because i'm like oh like you know where you would right? be right like, oh, now you know like it's so I annoying know. but whatever it is what it is and so you have to also take that into account and then mm-hmm. you also have to take into account like there are these few exceptions i don't think they're the rule i think that they're the exception where they blow up you know Something went viral. They went viral on TikTok, or like I don't know, whatever it is. However, it happened, and that's a whole other story. And that's not the rule, in my opinion. Right, right. Um, That's an ally. And then right, and then you have everyone else now who is either has started in the last year or two or even three, and Mm -hmm. you realize how long it takes. Like it really does take a long time
2: when you try to add up like how many hours you've probably put towards your Instagram, it is laughable. But people don't get it unless you you do it, it. which
1: is fair, right? Like, how would they if they're not doing it? I get it. But um, when you and I were talking about, like, potential things we maybe wanted to discuss, you Mm -hmm. mentioned something that I want to, like, talk about more is, like, taking risks and taking risks in your career. And Mm -hmm. I want to know your take on it or if that's something that you recently did or just, like...
2: Yeah. So, um, I work a nine to five. Okay. I've been at the same job for six years now. So, is it um, skincare
1: related or is it,
2: it is not, it is totally unrelated to skincare. It's actually insurance. So, okay. um, it, this was like my, um, internship in college and they hired me on full time. I loved it. It was good pay. I, you know, it was sustainable for me and yeah. I felt like I was good and quick at the job. So I stayed because, you know, like everyone says, you have to have a nine to five. Um, you have to have a 401k. You know, there's so many things, benefits, there's so many things that people yeah. um, put pressure on you that you need in order to survive, which I get. But, you know, I, I think I stayed at the job for so long because... I felt like it was what everyone else wanted me to do. Um, I actually, two weeks ago, put in my notice for part-time. So I'm officially part-time, and I actually, this morning, which is so funny that we're doing this, sent an email um, letting them know that I want to slowly transition to um, out of the position fully. So. Oh my god. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, big, big. The last few weeks have been really big. Um,
1: Congrats, because Thank I you. know that takes balls, <laughs> and I know it's yes. scary. I mean, it, it's a risk, but I think the payoff will be fucking amazing. And I think yeah. if there's ever a time to do something like this, it's now, right? Like it's, it's. Yeah. I think it's so much. I mean, I think you can take a risk whenever, whenever, and however old you are. But I think there's so much value in doing it when you don't have, you're not married, you don't have kids, you don't have all these things, like, counting on you, per se, like, exactly, you're kind yeah. of, like, counting on yourself, which, like, you know? Right, um right. So, major props, major props Thank to you. you. That's so exciting. Yeah,
2: I was, and I, it was at least a year of me, like, thinking about it, so, um, you know, I wish I could be the person that just went out and did it, but, I am like a planner. I need everything to be aligned for me. And, um, you know, I feel like the last month I was like, okay, I'm starting to finally, you know, I could live off of what I'm making through Instagram and through my side business. So yeah, I finally just went for it. And, you know, I'm really excited because for so long I have been, so crammed. Like, yeah. I've been working my nine to five, and then I come home and I'm doing content and then engaging, and I'm waking up at 5 a.m. so I can engage more. It's like people, you really have to take risks in not only your career, but like your personal relationships. Like, yeah, I've had to say no to so many um, nights out and vacations because I'm like, well, do we have Wi Fi? I can't work in the car. You know, it's like, yeah you have to think about that if you really want to um, take this passion of yours and turn it into something that you can do full-time you have to take risks and you need to set boundaries with the people around you and I feel like that was the hardest for me like the first year because everyone thinks oh like it's your Instagram like you know you are can, you just
1: taking a selfie
2: like right yeah like, you're just so oh, you're just annoying to your story like, yeah oh you do that anywhere it and so it's
1: like angry oh,
2: like, I, there's so much planning and so much of my energy is going into planning. Like, if I don't um, fully put myself into this, like, I, you know, it, it's going to stress me out. It's going to yeah. make me unhappy. And um, so, yeah, like, going with taking risks, like, I think I was mainly taking risks in my time. Like, mm-hmm. I was saying no to a lot of things I didn't want to say no to. And I have, everyone says, you have to have a work-life balance. And I get that, but... I was building, like I was in the phase of building, and you have to be able to um, say no sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Even when you don't want to, it's like, okay, this is for my future. This is what is going to benefit me in the long run. So that was hard. I think things are starting to dial down a little bit so I can enjoy life a little bit more. But my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Like, like
1: (laughs) you're gonna have all this time now and not have to like cram it in and like the end of the day when you're just like fatigued
2: and that and like especially when you're creative like having to do the creative stuff when you are exhausted from the day like that's why I would wake up so early so sometimes it was because I just I would get home at six o'clock and I would just be exhausted like I'm like how am I supposed to plan a month's worth of content right now and it's like I want to post every day and stuff but it's like sometimes you just don't have the ability to because you have to take care of your, you know, mental health, too. And totally. It's just, yeah, it was a lot. But I'm definitely, you know, this year I have such high hopes for myself and I'm just excited for what's I'm so plan? excited for you. I can't <laughs> believe that you did that today. Like literally this morning. I had, um, yeah, I, I had been planning it and over the weekend, a few opportunities, um a rose for me and I i booked some clients and I'm like, you know what? I, I want to put my all into these yeah, clients. And, this is it. Um yeah, this is it. Wait, <laughs> talk to me about
1: the side. So we have choose your glow. Right. And then choose your social. Social. Okay, wait. Why yeah. haven't I why haven't I seen this? Or maybe I have and I'm just crazy.
2: So I right like now. I I my thing with choose your social, like I wanted it to be like I wanted it to grow completely on its own right so like I kind of like didn't really broadcast it or so I I, um yeah I started it like it was the beginning of December end of November and um just sharing some Instagram tips I started TikTok and TikTok just I mean there's so much growth on TikTok it's insane like yeah I think I'm already at like 18,000 that's amazing on TikTok and it's like it's crazy how fast you can grow on TikTok but Instagram, I feel like is um, TikTok's great for like reach, but Instagram is great for like closing sales and finding clients and really you know closing the deal. So I'm really putting a lot of my time into Instagram, but um, yeah, just like I'm doing Instagram managing and Instagram coaching. Okay, Um, I have a a focus on skincare and beauty brands, but um, I have a few clients that are influencers that. Um, I have like a web designer. She's, she's amazing. So, you know, I feel like now my niche is kind of um, women in business, you know, love people that. who are um, entrepreneurial and really want to um, grab hold on their Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been really fun and I love, I love the work. It's like I wake up and I'm excited to do it. I'm like, okay, if I'm this excited, like I've never felt this way about yeah, my job. You're and doing you're I, doing something
1: right if you wake up you know, excited. Yeah.
2: And I I like I love the people I work with at work, and I think, like that's the emotional part for me is like I love my boss, I love, the people I'm with every single day, and I've yeah. been with them for six years. Like I see them more than my own boyfriend. It's yeah. like it's hard to like part ways and I think that's mm-hmm. what's been keeping me but you have you have to take the risk you have to do it if it's gonna make you happy it's so worth it <laughs>
1: 100 so 100 and so okay one of the questions that I always get when I'm doing like a and a on on for the podcast or whatever and I don't want you to dive all or share all your secrets because that's where people can come and hire you okay yeah but people always <laughs> yeah. ask like right now with this like ever changing algorithm on Instagram what mm-hmm. how can I grow how can I grow in such a crowded space like how can I be seen how can I be heard and I always kind of share the same tips and I would love to know if there's anything that stands out for you right now
2: yeah so I think for Instagram yeah. it is so important to um really hop on to new things new features that I- the new features and trends so Mm -hmm. if instagram like when instagram came out with reels i was posting a reel almost immediately even though i had no idea what i was doing i'm like i don't even know yeah but it's it was it's so important to hop on that because instagram wants you to use the new features and they're going to push your posts more for those new features and also just using all the features if you have a passion and you Um, are an expert in your field, you're going to do great. You just have to put in the work. You have to be using all of Instagram's features. You have to be engaging with people who are killing it in your niche. And I think that's also another thing. If you can um, find people who are really killing it in your niche and engage with them. Put on their um, post notifications so you know exactly when they post, and you can be the first person to post. Leave an insightful, meaningful comment. Love that. People yeah. will click on you and they'll they'll you know follow you. you know how many followers I feel like I've gotten just by doing that. And
0: um, that's such a good just, tip you, because.
1: It's engaging. People always say engage, right? But I think some people think engaging is like leaving three hard eye emojis on a picture. And while that's great, I'm not saying that's bad. I do that all the time. But with people that Mm -hmm. I'm already sort of connected with, you know, like, so Mm -hmm. I'm just showing love on their post, right? Um, Right. But if you're trying to reach someone new or you're trying to be seen by someone or, or start a connection or something, you need a little more than like some hearts on a photo.
2: Right, right. And if you... Um, you have to think about commenting. Yes. And like I have so many friends on social media. It's like we just want to give them some engagement. Exactly. No matter what. We're yeah. going to comment on their posts. Yeah. But, you know, if, if there's a new account that you're like, wow, this is – they have all of my target audience. Mm-hmm. Then every single time they post, leave something meaningful. Yeah. Um, you can also – I know people get really annoyed with this, but if they're a big enough account, if you are going through their comments and you see that they asked a question that wasn't answered – Answer it. Yeah. I've done that so many times, and I know people are like, "That's so annoying," but if the account has a million followers, I, mean, and I don't they're think not it's annoying. It, I don't think it's
1: annoying. Yeah. I, I, I don't ask a question in every single one of my posts because I don't want to mm-hmm. annoy everyone with like questions every day. But right. most of my posts will have something that someone can answer to. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yes. just gonna put like. Sweet Sunday, and like, just leave it there. Like I want people to like be, and I might do that sometimes, but like, I right. like to leave a prompt. I like to leave something that people can like respond to, like and en- encourage people to like comment, voice their opinion, whatever. and I genuinely care. Like, I genuinely want right. to know what you're saying. So if I ask a question, I fucking love when people answer. Yeah.
2: you know and and it's it's so important, yeah, to have a call call to action at the end of your captions, I mean, um, if you can have one in every single caption, you're going to get so much more engagement that yeah. way. You're going to get people who truly care about what you're having to say answering. And, and you then start, you can see who your, you know, who I your champions say, are. I was going to say, you can
1: start – I recognize usernames all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. I also, like, love and value so much, like, the conversations that I have in my DMs. Like, to me, that's huge um, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to think long-term – and I think if I don't know, I don't know what I was going to say with that, just basically that I care a lot about the people that are engaging with me and I want them to feel like I care because I do. You know what I mean? So right, right. I really try to notice like usernames and I, I remember them and I recognize them and I start to call people by the by their name and like I think it's little details like that um when we're in such a crowded space which cr- i notice i didn't say saturated because i fucking hate that because <laughs> that makes it sound so like overused yeah and everyone's like it's saturated yes there's a million people online there's a million restaurants in the world does that mean people are gonna stop opening restaurants no like yes there's a lot of people it's gonna take time but like great things take time sometimes like you know what i mean and if you're right. in it for the long run then it's okay it's okay like That's what I try to to remind myself because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, like I get, I feel defeated some days. I feel, you know, I truly try not to focus on numbers, but it is impossible sometimes not to and, you know, sometimes I start to compare myself and I hate that. I fucking hate that and I really, 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 really try not to but on days when I start to get defeated and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm growing so slow or this and that or whatever it is, I just remind myself like, I'm in this for the long run, and so it's fine. Every day, even if it's a tiny, tiny, tiny growth, like, it's little, like, we're just, like, building. You know what I mean? Like, we're exactly. just building, and sometimes it's... Sometimes that's what I have to say to myself because I start to get really frustrated
2: because, obviously, we, we want to grow,
1: right? Like, we want to grow, right. and it's so exciting when you see when you see growth, but it's not going to happen, at least for me. It doesn't happen every single day, you know? Um, but you just kind of have to keep going i don't even know what what we were talking about before this but um yeah i think i think something that people don't realize is how not even how long it takes to get to a place where you feel comfortable maybe financially or whatever it may be but also just like everything that comes that happens behind the scenes Mm -hmm. wouldn't you agree
2: yes and i think and that's another thing for people who want to start getting into instagram You have to accept the process. You can't only look at what you want the end result to be. Yes, having goals is amazing. You know, reaching 10K, reaching 100K, like that's amazing. Yeah. But you have to love the process. You have to enjoy it. Yeah. You have to enjoy it. And you know, for me, it's like every single DM I get, every single new follow I get, I'm like, I do a little happy dance. It's like someone actually cares what I have to say. Like, It's like your actual, your community is growing and that's what matters. And, you know, people put too much pressure on the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I hate, I hate when people don't, when they just look at the metrics. It's like, do you even care about your followers? Because I hope that you're replying to DMs. I hope that, you know, it's like, that's, that's the most important part is creating those relationships because if you just are looking for, a bunch of comments and a bunch of likes and um, you're just looking at the metrics and you're you're taking away the personality from your page the best part yeah yeah and it's like the people that are following you the people that are dming you those are your champions those are the people that are helping you and it's like you really need to realize that and put effort towards those people because if someone's asking you a question, you, you know, even like, I remember you do like the voice memos, like that's a right oh, yeah. when you, so like the, I do yeah. that all the time and you, you were like the first person that did that to me and I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is so smart
1: because I was like, sorry if this is weird, but <laughs> no, it was,
2: it was a genius. And I'm like, and now I use that all the time. You know why I do it, it though? So it's so quick.
1: It's well, yeah, it's so quick, but I, I just love voice noting people in general. Like yeah. I use, so do you know what WhatsApp is? Yes. That, that. Okay, so my lip my lip gloss flung. Um I talk to everyone that is like all my like, Hispanic friends and international friends, that's where we talk, and then I talk to all my American friends on iMessage, it's so funny, and so oh on, gosh. on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. voice noting is so easy, like, yeah. I swear it's just, like, what everyone, it's just what everyone does, like, it's so simple, so it's already, like, ingrained in me, and so then on Instagram, sometimes when people would ask me a question that I'm like, this is gonna take me five minutes to write out, I'm just gonna, like, right. voice note them, right. um, but you I think it's,
2: speak way faster than yeah. you type, and so people can hear yeah. your, like,
1: tone and stuff, like, I love mm-hmm. it, honestly. Oh my gosh.
2: No, I I am so turned on to it. Like (laughs) I, that's like almost all, like if someone new DMs me, I always voice note them because first it it feels so personal. Yeah, And I just like, I love hearing someone's voice. Like it just, it makes it so personal. And yeah, um, yeah, I remember you doing that to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so genius.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have another random social media question because I love to get people's take on this. Do you think, what's your take on having a niche? right now, let's focus on Instagram basically. Mm-hmm. What's your take on how important it is to have a niche? Is it easier to grow versus not? What do you what do you think about that?
2: I think one hundred percent. I think when you especially when you are starting out, yeah. Having a niche, micro, micro, micro niche, I think you really need to niche down and then niche down again because you are going to stand out when you're small that way yeah and i think once you start to grow you can start to incorporate other things but if you you need to find a niche that you're super passionate about you know so for me my niche when i was starting out was just like educating people on skincare ingredients and you know so i would like break down products and now it's like more me just testing things out and having more fun with it what if someone doesn't have one thing they're passionate about what do you say I think you should start with like, that one thing. No, what I if they don't? I, what if they don't have like one thing? I think you should pick one of the few
1: things. <laughs> Just like I, tru- love it. I truly
2: <laughs> I truly believe you have you have to ni- niche down if you want to grow quicker. Yeah. You can have a few things that you're talking about, but you have to think about when someone clicks on your profile like, yeah, they're going to see your vibe and they're going to like your aesthetic but they need to know exactly what they're getting from your page. So if they click and they see that you have 400 followers and, oh, your beauty lifestyle and, you know, well, they, they're already following a lot of people like that. So yeah. if you're, um, very true. you know, skincare tips for millennials, you know, like that's so niche down. It's like, oh, I'm a millennial. I want to learn more about skincare. You're, they're going to be more inclined to follow you because you're so niche down and you're speaking directly to them. So I think you have to niche down in your – what you're talking about but also niche down and who your target audience is you have to think of um like your customer avatar is what they call it in marketing yeah and like exactly
1: picture who you're talking to yeah what is she wearing down what does she listen to what is she like to order on Sunday night? Like, the right, whole thing. And then when yeah. they click
2: on your profile, make it so appealing to that person. Yeah. Because you'd be surprised. You can make up a customer avatar and, I mean, down to the location, the school they went to, where they shop. And there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people just like that person. And it's so interesting because it, it, it really does work. It's, it's something that if people just think about, it, it works for your page. It really does. So, um, yeah. that's what I always tell my clients is niche down as, as much as you can. And then you can learn what your audience likes by what you post. So like, okay, you're skincare only let's dabble in fashion, post it to your stories. Let's see how many people clicked on your profile from there or how many people, um, you know, you had a good completion rate okay, then people like fashion, then you can start to incorporate fashion. So you have to like read your analytics and really, um, understand who your audience is. And that's a good way of growing, getting good engagement and having just a super engaged community. Yeah. But I mean, people that doesn't have to be the case for everyone. I know people did well by not doing that, but, um, I think that's like the quickest way I've seen.
1: um, No, I hear you. I hear you two things I want to say before I don't want to forget the second one it was about Mm
2: -hmm.
1: oh the stories okay so I unintentionally niched down when I began my account I didn't even Mm -hmm. know I was doing it um but I only posted skincare I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. like I would literally my face was never on my feed like it was just flat lays it was just skincare because I was so nervous. Like I didn't really know Mm -hmm. what I wanted to share or how. I knew I had all these interests and I wanted to incorporate them all somehow. But like for some reason, skincare just felt the most natural. And then I found all these like skincare accounts and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, everyone's doing it too. And everybody was so supportive. And I was like, I'm just going to stick to this. And, and you're right. It was, I don't want to say easier to grow, but I think in such a crowded space, if you want to grow a little bit quicker, it's definitely worthwhile to pick one passion focus on it connect with people in that same passion and like you will see the growth a little bit faster I think um right and then I got to a point where I was like last year probably around like um probably when COVID started like maybe March that's when I quit my job um and I was like I'm gonna just like fucking go and do this like give it a shot like actually give it a shot because I felt like I was giving Six things, my 20%. And I just felt like none of it was growing at the speed I wanted it to grow. I didn't feel like I was giving my all to any of the things that I was working on. Um, I was burnt out. And like you said, at the end of the day, after after a work day where I worked in social media too and I was managing mm-hmm. different accounts and whatever, but it wasn't beauty or anything. It was like real estate, high-end jewelry. Like I worked at an agency and we had a variety of clients. After all of that, the last thing I wanted to, wanted to do was sit and like come up with content for my page because I was so burnt out like I just right. you know what I mean so anyway that's not the point of this the point is well
2: congrats I didn't know
1: that oh, you, thank you officially
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's um, awesome. yeah yeah it's it was interesting though because I quit literally like two weeks before COVID and okay. obviously COVID was like it rocked everyone for like a few months so I was like yeah. what the fuck did I do but you yeah. know I obviously like I like like you I am a huge planner and I didn't quit without knowing I had I could back myself up financially for a while if shit hit the fan like there was no right. way in hell I was gonna just be like okay bye like I'm just gonna like wing it because I wasn't making that much money you know what I mean so I was like there's yeah. no way anyway um so, but it's still
2: scary even, oh 100% even if, you, even if you have it's still like, scary five right five now consistent like months yeah it's, and it's like because every month is you, different. Every month is different. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not a salary. No, you know, yeah. and that, and you have to be okay with that. You have yeah. to be, and we're so young. It's like, and that's what a lot of people. And I, I really try to talk to people that are entrepreneurs. That, that those are the people I'm taking advice from. Because Same. if I talk to someone like my mom, for example, who has always had a salary paid job, who you know has always had benefits, who has great, you had a great pay, great benefits, you know, great retirement. Yeah. She's going to have a different take on things. She's, totally. she's going to be a little bit more nervous for me. So, you know, while I love her support, she has been supportive. It's important for me to fill my time with people who have taken those risks because, um, those are the people you need to talk to. And they're going to tell you that you're young if you're gonna take a risk it's now, it's now. you have it you, you you're not if you have a a kid or you're married or you know you're gonna be there's
1: you're more gonna on feel your plate. More stuck
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: and told and also like mm-hmm. things were so different before to how they are mm-hmm. now and also I always say this but when I was in college and I was graduating what I wanted to do didn't really exist yet which is what I'm doing now in a way you know what I mean like yeah. there's still more that I want to do but like this job, this is very new still. Like, it's, I think people are, are still, like, paving the way. And so, mm-hmm. of course, it's harder to explain to parents. Like, my mom, she kind of understands what I do, but she's so sweet. Like, she supports me 100%, but... Your mom's the cutest.
2: <laughs> sometimes
1: she's like, oh, I ran into, I don't know who, and I told them that you work in sales, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, she tells everyone I do something else because she doesn't know how to explain it. However, my dad was literally the most traditional guy like go to school for four years graduate get a job work at your, like he was so you know he was incredibly intelligent but like very traditional and I just mm-hmm. know because when I was applying to colleges I told him I wanted to study fashion I wanted to do like fashion marketing or something like that and he almost had a heart attack he was like god Lisa please no like
2: yeah
1: so I know that if he were here now and I like would show him what I would be doing he'd be like Oh, my God. But it's just, you have to remember, it's different times. It's different times. And like you said, when you're taking advice from someone in general, take advice from someone who's doing what you want to do and who's like killing it at what you want to do or who is at least on the right path of what you want to do. Exactly. The other thing I wanted to tell you was something I've realized recently is I, and I just want to hear your take on this, but I... I love stories. Like, stories are just my favorite. I just love them. I feel like I can really be myself. I love pictures, but, like, I don't love posing for pictures, though I love mm-hmm. to create a aesthetic feel like I love it. But pictures are not my favorite thing, you know? I know it's part of it, and I enjoy it, but it's not my favorite. I love stories because I love to talk, as you can tell. Um, and I just feel like I connect the most with people on my stories. And, however, I realized, I don't know why it took me so long to realize, but... Um, And this just goes back to, like, how you have to do fucking 20 million things at once. Right. I realized, like, Mm-mm. I put so much time and effort into my stories, which is great. But, like, s- stories aren't really a way where you're going to... Like be seen on the explore page, or like they're not really mm-hmm. gonna help you grow as much, but like they're right. still gonna kind, they're mm-hmm. still gonna kind of help you grow because you're connecting with the people that you have. But that's the thing, if someone said it perfectly, they were like, stories are great because you're communicating with the audience that you have. But if you're trying mm-hmm. to build your audience, like you need a, you need to like focus elsewhere as well. Right. And so I was right. like, fuck, dude. Like I literally spent all this time trying to make them so cute and so engaging, and I story like three hundred times a day. And so lately, I've been trying to like s- not step back because I love my stories; they're my my right. firstborn, you know.
2: But and people probably look to you for that too, you know. So, but it's hard,
1: right? Because now I'm like, okay, no, I'm gonna like stop doing as many stories, and I'm gonna try to do more reels because I was so late on the reels because, like you, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and so I didn't do them. And now I'm like, okay, I need to right. do reels. It's just like,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So, I I agree with stories. I think that they are good for connecting with the audience you already have but posts are better for growing for reaching new people but it is important if you want to have and I think at the end of the day having an engaged community is your number one goal yeah and stories is going to get you stories will seal the deal for you yeah so I think you should definitely you know continue to put time into that and I I always love stories it's hard for me it's going to be easier now but because I work all day and I want a story all day so it's like I story when I at nighttime and it's now been you're gonna so have difficult. all this time and now I can like update people throughout the day so I'm yeah. excited for that yeah. but um it's like yeah so I think stories yeah are really good for um just connecting with your current audience and I think it's important because it feels so personal yeah it does personal because yeah it goes away in 24 hours so people are like oh I get a sneak peek that no one else gets well, to see you know? I think
1: about the people that I connect with the most on Instagram and I think about Mm -hmm. the people that I keep up with the most and feel connected with and I care what they're doing and I want to know what they eat for brunch like the people like that are people it's not I'm not connected to their feed like yeah I like their photos but the reason why I feel that connection is because they gave me a little part of their life on their stories and they give they consistently give it to me every day it's like people are like inviting you along for the ride you know and so
2: I love the way you said that
1: that's why I love (laughs) stories yeah but last week I was like, you need to stop and you need to like work on other things too. Like I also got TikTok, which like I was, I'm just so bad at it. I'm so bad at it.
2: It's it's like so, at first it's so confusing. You just, you literally, it's like you have to post every day for like 30 days to finally get the hang of it. Yeah. And it's, once it's you just, do that, it's.
1: My, my issue with TikTok is I don't have a fucking niche and I feel like you need a niche on t- on TikTok. Like, Mm -hmm. not that you need one, like you said, and like we said before, you don't need one, but it will be easier, right? Right. But, like,
2: I don't... You still have a chance of going viral, but it's like, okay, what if you go viral for one thing, but you don't keep talking about that one thing? People are going to be like, okay, bye. Yeah. Right. So, Yeah. yeah, I think niching down on TikTok is definitely... It's even more... Needed than yeah. Instagram, I know, and that's where I'm like,
1: I don't what what is my I don't know, I don't, I have no idea. Like I truly, right. <laughs> we're figuring it out. It's okay, okay. Yeah. I want to switch gears, um okay. and something that you mentioned when we were discussing topics, and I really want to talk about this because I I too have been implementing it into my life recently, but it's mm-hmm. just the concept of setting boundaries. Um, okay. I feel like more and more people lately, I, I don't know, I see this word a lot more lately on social media, um, of the importance of setting boundaries. What, what does that even mean? What does setting boundaries even mean? Why is it a good thing? Um, so I would love to hear your experience with this.
2: Um, so yeah, setting boundaries. I think that it's so important when you are running a business, when you're an entrepreneur, especially when you're also working a nine-to-five job, you have to be able to say no to people. Yeah. At the end of the day, if, if you are not going to – I hate to say this. It sounds selfish. But if you're not going to benefit in some way, if you have to start saying no, you know? Like, you have to think about your own future. And I feel like for so long I would just say yes to everyone. I could not say no. And it was just – it was taking away my time from what I actually wanted to do. I would get so stressed. I mean, it was like taking a toll on my mental health because I would just, I'm a total stress ball, but it was just, it would stress me out because I would always say yes to these little favors all the time. And it's like people knew that I'd say yes. So they'd keep asking me. And, um, even if it was just, you know, hanging out on the weekend, I would feel like I had to go or, you know, people would be mad at me. And, um, I, I finally set my boundaries in place and I, I sat down with myself and I said, OK, I'm going to allow myself to do this every so often, hang out with people, go to go do things every so often. But if I really want to grow, if I want to take my career with Instagram and um, seriously, like I need to start saying no, I need to start thinking of myself here because People do not understand my situation because yeah. they don't understand Instagram. They don't understand the work that goes into running a page. And, you know, until you start to grow, then they kind of give you a little bit more respect. Oh, but yeah. For a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was hard. It's a for joke. Me to...
1: It's a joke, kind of, to some people, maybe, right. um, until they start seeing you doing very well, which I don't even know what very well. That's that that definition means something different to everyone. But right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it, it's hard. It's hard for it's hard for people to um hear from you, "Hey, I'm creating content tonight. I'm sorry, I can't go." And they're like, "Well, can't you just do it when you get home? Or can't you just do it tomorrow?" It's like, "No, this is my set time to yeah. do it, and I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop explaining myself because yeah. for so long it took so much energy out of me to try to explain and I'd say sorry I know this is you know you know what I'm not doing this anymore you and I think you have to set boundaries and say no but you also have to set boundaries for when you do say yes that you are present right you know totally if I'm having dinner with my boyfriend and he doesn't want to have me to be on my phone the whole time no and nobody for wants so that long, yeah yeah and for so long I felt like I would I would half-ass it, you know? I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. But, like, I knew I had a lot of stuff to do, so I would half-ass it. So we'd we'd be at dinner or we'd be watching a movie, and I'd be on my phone the whole time. It's like sometimes you really have to set boundaries for yourself. Okay, this is going to be my time. I'm, I'm going to put 100% into this. So then I can put 100% into the time I'm spending with someone. Totally. So I think for boundaries that has been so important for me is to just um, – set them with the relationships I have but also set them with myself and realize that you have to you have to have a balance but you also you need to be able to get the things that you want to get done done you know I think
1: I think people are afraid to say no you know and I think right boundaries can mean something so different to everyone but I think it's a lot a lot of it is being aware of our limitations being aware Mm -hmm. of you know what we can give and what we can't give giving ourselves permission to say no or permission to say yes um and also just being direct with the people in our life or whoever it is we're dealing with about our limitations like for me it it came in the way of i i'm a huge introvert believe it or not even though i can't shut up um i charge up by myself and i'm right. i have a lot of anxiety i have a lot of social anxiety so like plans even if it's with people i love like things make me nervous. I get anxious. Like I can't help it. I've been like this my whole life. Um, and so, you know, l- lately and maybe in like the past year, what I started to stop feeling bad about is saying no and being like, listen, I'm feeling really introverted today. And I just, I need to just be alone and not feeling bad about it. Like I've, ki- before right. I used to feel bad because I just, I wanted to be that person that I'm always down and I'm always down for the plan and I'm always down to go. out. I'm not, the truth is I'm not, I would love to be that person, but I'm not. And I kind of just like, for not like forgave myself, but just kind of accepted the fact that, you know what? You really, I like to be alone by a lot. I like to work a lot. I love to be productive. I love to do my own thing. I love to charge up. Um, and that's also because when I am present and when I am with someone and when I am doing something social, you will get all of me, like you will get a hundred percent of me and I'm going to give you all of my energy. And that's why my social battery, it's a pretty small battery. I'm not even going to lie, but it runs out very quickly. And so that's just who I am. Like, I kind Mm -hmm. of had to accept it and be and stop feeling bad about the fact that I can't give everyone everything always, you know, and like as much as I want to be that person and be this like social butterfly, like I can't all the time. So for me, it was more so, like, setting a boundary with myself and being, like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. That's just, it's who you are. And I'm a better person when I charge up and I do the things that I need to do to, like, fill myself up. And then when I do see people or when I do whatever, go out to dinner, go whatever, I'm so much better with them. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? So that's how... That's beautifully said. And, uh, you know, and you have to understand what your capacity is exactly you know, and not feel bad about it and not yeah. feel bad Never about feel it bad. I, yeah I, I mean i'm definitely more of an extrovert like i i think i i love being around people but like like you said i need to fill that battery up and yeah um, i you know sometimes i i need to be alone in order to get yeah. things done yeah so um yeah it just depends you need to you need to know yourself enough to exactly understand what's gonna work for you and what's going to keep you you healthy I
1: wish I would have known all this like before like when I was like in college and a few years after college Mm -hmm. just because I swear I would have like handled myself handled different friendships handled different relationships so differently but I think you know I get why people say like you learn so much more about yourself as you go like I get it it makes (laughs) sense but like this would have been really helpful for me before, <laughs> you know. I know,
2: I know. It's like, yeah, so many arguments would have. Not yeah. happened.
1: <laughs> well, I just would have. I, I've, I've, for so long, I just always made myself feel bad and was annoyed at myself for not being able to like give so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is just how I am. Anyway, okay. Yeah. My yeah. last question exactly. for you, which like loved talking to you, could talk to you for hours. I know. Um, my last question for you is, what have you been doing? Actually, no, I'm gonna rephrase it tell me your, since it's the unwinding podcast, I love to know how people mm-hmm. unwind. So okay. like give me a dreamy unwinding night. What does that look like okay. for you?
2: Okay. So if I had all the time in the world, this, yes. this would be my unwinding night. Okay. Um, I would cook like a pasta. Like I'd, you know, yeah. I literally get all the ingredients cause I love cooking. It is so therapeutic to me, but I just, don't have as much time right now I hate cooking um, I would just oh my god I that's so bad. I hate the cleanup but the I cooking. Hate. I'll part, clean I'll clean when I can't cook <laughs> I'll have you over you can clean okay <laughs> but just like opening up a bottle of wine putting a podcast in my ear and just cooking a meal and then um, honestly just like coming into my little studio maybe shooting some content I, I it's so therapeutic to just like do whatever I want without deadlines, Ugh, you know? Yes. So, like, if I just could come in here, like, no pressure, no pressure, yes, yeah, it would that would be an unwinding day for me. Just maybe organize things around here, cook a good meal, have some I wine, maybe have a um, rom com on in the background. Yes,
1: that honestly <laughs> sounds that's like me. all I want to do right now. <laughs> right (laughs) that sounds amazing well maddie this was amazing thank you so much for coming on every i'm gonna leave your information everywhere so people can go follow you if you guys want glowing skin go follow her if you want a bomb ass instagram go follow her i'm gonna leave all (laughs) your accounts below but thank you so much for coming on this was so fun i'm so glad you had a good time i loved having you thank you guys so much for listening to the episode with maddie can we just agree? That she is an angel. Like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. Um, I will leave all of her socials below, all the links, all the good stuff. Go follow her, go give her some love. Please tell me what you think of or what you thought of the episode. I love, love, love when you guys tag me that you're listening. It truly makes my whole world. Um, and I love the feedback. I love when you guys tell me like, oh my God, I loved when you talked about this. Can you talk more about that? Can you do this? Can you do that? I'm here to please. Okay. I'm here to please. I'm here to talk about whatever you want me to talk about. So hit me up. Um, so with that said, I'm going to leave you guys and I will see you next week for another episode. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Be nice to yourself. Um, be nice to the people around you and you know, that's it. (laughs)